Hey, it's Michael. Before we get into this bonus episode, I wanted to chat with you for just a minute. As you know, we're on hiatus between festival seasons. At the end of last year, we recorded a whole lot on our way to the Harvest Nights Gathering, so there's a lot of material ready to come out. But now is the time to start planning your festival season. While I'm going to Convocation in February to present on Gaulish deities, and the Pagan Fire Seminars are April 4th, Reverend Avende and I tend to consider Trillium Gathering in Northern Virginia the true start of our festival season. It's where this podcast was born, and it's where our new season will start. New for us this year, our home grove, Three Cranes, has taken over the organization of the Summerland Festival. This festival has a more than 20-year history with Six Night Grove ADF, and while a lot of things will remain the same, including the late August timing and the location near Yellow Springs, Ohio, we are definitely bringing our own energy and sense of community. Our focus on consent, inclusivity, and cooperative work will be at the forefront of the festival experience, and we're going to give you a window into that experience on today's episode. If you like the work that we do on this podcast, or you think that Three Cranes' work speaks to you, we think that you'll find this festival to be worthwhile and joyful. My presentation at Convocation is on Sunday, February 23rd at noon in the Henry Ford Room. More details on that at convocation.org. Pagan Fire Seminars is April 4th, with details at threecranes.org. Trillium is the weekend of April 16th through 19th, with more details at trilliumgatheringadf.org. And of course, Summerland is August 13th through 16th, with plenty more details to come. Thanks. Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriot Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in cars going to festivals. So with everything that's been going on recently, uh, one of the things that we decided as a grove is we have picked up the Summerland Festival. So we're going to run it as a grove next year. Correct. And one of the things that we decided we were going to do is we were going to create a code of conduct for our organizers, for our presenters and for the attendees, mm-hmm. trying to resolve some issues that we've seen elsewhere in the community. And prevent a whole lot of issues. And prevent a whole lot of issues. <laughs> so tonight was kind of our, really our first meeting. It was our first in-person meeting. We'd kind of gone through and given, everyone had given ideas on what they thought should be included in a code of conduct and given examples on like when these things would be needed, like, when we'd have to invoke the code of conduct, um, and so one of our members had, like, gathered all of those things together, and, uh, tonight we sat down together and actually kind of hashed through all those comments to start trying to organize it and build it. Indeed, and it was a very constructive conversation, because we're all there for the same reasons, 
which is to make sure that our space is safe and that the work that we're doing is good and equitable. And welcoming. And welcoming. And so we threw a lot of different ideas back and forth. At the end of the day, you know, we looked at a bunch of different kinds of codes of conduct as well. So we looked at free spirit gathering. Mm-hmm. We looked at the ADF code of conduct, which is currently in revision state. Um, we also went digging a little bit into some of the minor protection policies that we've seen around. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to cover all of those bases. Sorry, pay attention where I'm going in. <laughs> Driving's important. Driving is important. We're not on interstate, so... But the nice thing about working with so many people who are really on that same page is that we didn't have a lot of argument. It was a lot of workshopping. I liked it. One member, one one of our members at one point went, oh, good, we're all on the same page here. (laughs) (laughs) It's very nice. Which was really comforting. And if we're going to have an echo chamber, I'm glad it's this one. (laughs) Indeed. Um, Our growth has, for a long time, now, we've had a non-discrimination policy, which we're in the process of updating as well. Um, we're also talking about a Grove-wide code of conduct mm-hmm. for everyone who comes into the Grove. Um, and we'll talk probably more about that when we workshop that. Yeah. Uh, trying to work out things like, how do we resolve conflicts? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens if someone's a jerk? How do we word that, you know, we can throw someone out if we need to. Which <laughs> we reserve the right to <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it, I think, was based on what we've seen or what we would like to have seen in yes. attending events and being in others' spaces. Um, and in some ways, that was that was really great, the way that they did this, and let's make sure that we include that. And other times, it was wow, that really, though they did not do a good job with that, and let's make sure we avoid that. Um, right. And I think both of those have been valid approaches in the way that we did it. It's also been a, a decent amount of formalizing what we already do. Yes. Because um, a lot of these things, I, th- I feel like they, they've been in place, but they haven't been formally written down anywhere. Um, yes. And so a lot of it has been figuring out how to word things that we're already doing the articulation of our current policy. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of it, we're, we're looking at it, I think, also with a very specific eye to making sure that the Grove is in a good space. So we're not, no one is in that room trying to protect themselves. Right. We're trying to make sure that the Grove and the community is safe. And I think that's also a really helpful thing. Yeah, I thought one of the interesting parts of the conversation was on um, protecting the reputation of of the organization, and part of that was being able to um, avoid a Z Budapest situation, right? And so, if if there is someone present whose personal reputation is damaging our reputation, that there needs to be a way to resolve that leaning on the side of our space is the safe one. Yes. And if that's not, if there is something infringing on our space being the safe one, that we need to be able to do something about it. Yep. Which includes potentially disinviting presenters mm-hmm. and potentially bringing in new ones as well. I mean, there are lots of different ways to attack that problem. 
clients, we want to we wanted to make sure that no matter what, we are clear that we are safe, we are inclusive. Um, what was it I said earlier? We are our, our feminism is radically inclusive. Yes, is I think how I phrased that. And being able to find ways to articulate that should also help resolve problems on the front end. Yeah, I think so. The worst thing that could happen is someone comes and says oh, these people are way too inclusive for me. And we're like, great! That's awesome! <laughs> cool, see ya! <laughs> we're trying real hard. Thanks! The, the way that we engage with that, too, is it's not just about if something external happens, it's also if something internal happens. Like the, the example that I use is if, if I were to do something really dumb, and the grove needs to distance itself. How do, how do we do that too? So we're not just thinking about this is a problem that other people face. It's a potential problem that we need to deal right. with. Right. Right. The workshopping process was also really good because we got to bring in people who couldn't attend in person. Yeah. So we were able to pull in folks from Zoom and get their opinions. We had the document which had. I don't know how many people actually commented on that, but it was a large percentage of our Yeah, group. it came from probably a 20 to 30 message email thread yeah. is where all those comments came from. So we got a lot of input from the Grove and then had people attending virtually, people attending in person. Yeah. I feel like we did a really good job getting a lot of input from folks. We did, and which means that we have a lot of buy-in as well. Yeah. So we've got a, a situation where... We're not trying to force something down. We're all in agreement and trying to push it up, which is also really nice. Yeah. So you, you've got to have someone. You got to have someone start the conversation, but then taking all that into account, I think, is a key part to getting that buy-in. Yeah, everyone has ownership over it. Exactly. And like we said earlier, we're all on the same page. Yeah. Which helps immensely. Yeah. And no one is trying to protect themselves. We're trying to protect the whole space. And I feel like a lot of people um, approached this from that perspective of if I was the person who did this or this is a thing where where my ethics could be called into question and how do we prevent that from happening? Yes. Um, rather than not the how do I protect myself if that happens, but how do we prevent me from being in a situation where that would happen? Yes. And we were fortunately able to, to take some language from... The, the workshopping that's being done on ADF's level. Mm-hmm. Um, so the parenting sig. Uh, yeah, we put we in a that. we put in a lot of work to the rephrasing of the working with minors, essentially, yeah. to make it work, to make yes. it make sense. Workshopping it to make it work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then ADF's current code of conduct that we're working with the then that and then reaching out to the spirit gathering and, and using what they've got published and. Mm-hmm. And then also taking into account issues that we've seen around that we don't want to have happen to us. Right. And I, I think that that alone, where people have seen problems and they want to prevent those problems from happening here, I think that's been a key mm-hmm. dialogue as well. It's been very helpful. Yeah. We probably won't have a completed code for a couple of weeks after this, I would expect. Yeah, it'll probably be a few weeks. Yeah. But it should be live before the Summerland registration goes. It, I mean, it'll definitely be, li- be live before then because that's You've got to what, check we're, to, what we're writing it for. You've so. got to say, hey, yes, I agree to this thing yes. before you can register for, for our festival, which should significantly help, I think, getting 
affirmative agreement. Yeah. There's plenty more to come on this particular topic. But for now, if you're looking for festivals and you're wondering what people are trying to do to fix some of those problems, this is what we're doing. We're trying to make sure that our space is safe. We're trying to make sure that the presenters that we have know what their responsibilities are. Mm-hmm. And that the organizers know what they are. And that the attendees know what they are. We're real big on that consent culture thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful. And I, I'm very optimistic about the ways that we are taking ownership of Summerland and the direction it's going. Yeah. I, I think it might be a, a different festival than it's been in the past, but that's not a, it's not a bad thing. And I, think it, I think we can do things that can improve the experience for folks. Yeah. Is what we're, I think, really hoping for there. And that's a lot of internal work before you can, before you can really do that. Exactly. We got we to do the workshopping ourselves. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids in Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.